the national champion is clad in you know. big orange. Alabama does it. National championship number 18. 13 in all. Absolute perfection. It's the Front Porch Sports Radio Hour. A visit with Drake Holly and friends talking about the magical world of sports in Middle Tennessee. Good afternoon and thank you for joining us. This is the Front Porch Sports Radio Hour. I am Drake, joined in the studio by Coach Mike on the boards. And, folks, it is Friday, the 13th of October. Uh, I'm not especially a superstitious type person. Um, I know some that are. I know there are a lot of... I'm getting to become one. (laughs) I I, I understand where you're coming from. I feel your pain on that, Coach. And I I know uh, there are a lot of... um, Sports figures, uh, professional, amateur, whatever, uh, people. And, and, you know, athletes athletes might tend to be a little bit more superstitious than, than others. I mean, you know, when things are going right or things are going terribly wrong, uh, they – they have in their mind that there there's a reason for that. Well, the, and, the athletes and coaches are so in tune to routine, right? They they want you know they they, they want to win so badly that whatever they did to prepare when they when it works, they want to reproduce that almost to the point of superstition. Well, and, and, and it's and it's it's I, I'm I'm a part of I used to be a part of that world. Routine and, and superstition uh, are, you know, are my, really close. Are, are really tight because I think, and I want to say I can't remember who it was. I want might have been Roger Clemens, and they asked him back in his heyday before he was juicing up and and all that stuff. Um, but they asked him what his routine was like, and he said he ate chicken before every game. That that was he had. He, he wouldn't eat anything else. He had to eat chicken before every game. And I would, and I'd like to think that's, that's some type of superstition tied to that. Uh, well, like I said, sometimes when you tie a routine to the point of borderline obsession, right. then, then you're getting into the superstition type sure. thing. We had, I, I worked for a coach that we never exited the field. We had uh, H what I call H form okay. uh, goalposts. And we always exited the field under the goalpost. We Got went you. through the H gotcha. when we exited the field. One night, we're, we're literally working on the field. We're mowing the field, pulling up the grass, painting the field, getting ready for a ball game the next day. You know, something small school, high school coaches have to do every so often. Our, our locker area was on the sideline. We finished right next to the sideline. So you just went. We started to, to turn it. right in and go into the locker room. He goes, "No, no, no, we can't oh, do no. that. We can't do that. Okay. We got a ball game tomorrow." So okay. we literally had to walk the fifty yards from the fifty okay. yard line, go through the goalpost, and then exit the field. And I kind of looked at him and says, "You're not superstitious at all, are you?" And he goes, "No, I'm not. I'm just very, very careful." There you go. <laughs> well, I, you know, and I will tell you what, uh, Titans fans, uh, Vol fans, Bama fans, 
whatever fan you are, Predator fans, it doesn't make any difference. Do yourself. Do your team a favor. Just, if you see a ladder, walk around it. Don't walk under it. <laughs> see a Be, mirror? Stay away. See a mirror? Do not break it. If you have, do not, if you see a shaker of salt somewhere sitting around, do not inadvertently knock see, it over. Mate. See just, a black cat? Go the other way. That, that's right. If you see a crack in the sidewalk, just step right over. Don't do anything that might uh, bring something nefarious upon you or your team or anybody else's team or your pocketbook for that matter. There you go. (laughs) So, um, and, and, you know, we're going to talk about some, uh, gambling, some, some wagers and some games that I like, uh, later in the show. So get a pen, a piece of paper handy. You could jot these down and see what you think about them. Now we need to take some care of some business here at the station and talk about some programming. First thing, First things first, there is no local high school stuff tonight like we usually carry on Friday nights because everybody's at the beach. <laughs> you know what I mean? It I is mean, fall break I mean, for the Murray County I mean, schools. There and might, Right. There might be a flag football yeah. game somewhere on, on Panama City Beach going on right now, but we're not going to cover that. Uh, all, the, all the local schools are, are out for spring break, so we're going to take a Friday night off. Um, but as far as football goes, there are three college games on tonight, and I have an eight-ball pick for those at the end of the show. Uh, so stay tuned for that. Now, tomorrow, um, beginning at 8 o'clock in the morning, is the Alabama University of Alabama pregame show. Starts at 8, which is three hours before its kickoff at 11 as they take on and host the Arkansas Razorbacks. Alabama's a 20-point favorite in that. Coach and I have already talked about this, and we both feel it's going to be a much better game than that. It's probably going to be a better game than that. Alabama has a tough time with mobile quarterbacks. Uh, you know, they they have in the past. I think they'll have a tougher time. Big KJ uh, uh, Jefferson Jefferson will be Richard, able, is it Richardson or Jefferson? It's Jefferson Jefferson KJ okay. Jefferson will be able to. Um, uh, once he gets flushed out of the pocket, he'll be able to make some hay down the field, um, either throwing it, but especially running it against Alabama. So I look for it to be. Well, I look for it to be closer than twenty points. And and Arkansas wears the chip, the, the, the chip on their shoulder about being the underdog very very well. Sure. Yeah, you know, they come out and uh, when when they're favored, they kind of struggle. But when they're the underdog, no. uh, they they come out and they play well, especially when they're supposed an overwhelming underdog. They come out and play a lot better than, uh, so, than they normally do. For Alabama to win by three touchdowns, 21 points, is a little bit of a stretch. Uh, and that's just uh, coaching and, and my opinion on that. Now, uh, that game kicks off at 11 o'clock. And directly following that game, and that'll be the Alabama game will be carried right here on this signal, one oh, on this dial, 101.7 FM, WKOM, kickoff at 11. And then directly following that, Alabama game will be the Tennessee A&M game on 103.7 FM, the sister station to 101.7, just two clip full clicks up from 101.7. You can pick up the Vols and Texas A&M Vols, a three and a half point favorite at two 30 is the kickoff and their pregame starts at 1230, two hours before kickoff. So, um, and tomorrow at halftime of the, UT A&M game, they'll be honoring Eric Berry uh, as he was just inducted to the College Football Hall of Fame. 
this past January. Well deserved. So they're going to they're honor Eric Berry at halftime of the UT A and M game. <coughs> Excuse me. Now, um, the Titans. The Titans are also carried, and, and, and I don't know whether you know we you folks need to knew this or, or, or realize this, but we carry the Titans right here on 101.7 FM WKOM every regular season and playoff game from here on out. This station is going to be carrying Titans football, including this Sunday's matchup that begins at 830 in the morning because Baltimore and the Titans are going to be playing in Northeast London in the Tottenham Hotspur Stadium. So happens to be just six hours ahead of us as far as right. the time zones. And <laughs> so the reason, you know, and, and we're, they're going to crank up at 830. The, that's when they kick off. You can tune in and listen to Mike, Keith, and their bunch an hour before game, before kickoff at 730 in the morning. So you get the Bloody Marys out, get the mimosas out, get the sun drop out, whatever you want to get out, get the country ham and biscuits rolling, Sausage balls, all that fun get, get stuff. Get your breakfast buffet set that, up and, that's and right. ready to roll. That's right. Call your neighbors over and just start your Sunday out a little bit earlier rather than waiting until a 12 noon kickoff. You can start it out three and a half hours earlier. Um, the Baltimore Ravens are a four-point favorite. Uh, both teams took losses last week, and um, Lamar Jackson threw a timely interception uh, basically in Pittsburgh's end zone uh, as they were going to put that game away against Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh intercepts it. Uh, they go back down the field, score a touchdown, add a late field goal, and uh, Baltimore ends up losing that ball game. And I think Lamar Jackson, matter of fact, I know Lamar Jackson is not happy about his performance, and he probably takes that loss personally, puts it on his back, and he is not going to be happy uh, and looking to avenge that loss last week in London. Yeah, but the Titans seem to have Jackson's number as well. I mean, he they can harass him. They've been able to harass him the last couple of games that they played. And I think the, the very fact that he is going to be pressing to have a good performance may work in the Titans' favor in that they can force him into some bad plays. Yep. And stuff. I, I it's going to be so. a very physical game. I, I mean, so. these two, when these two teams tw- uh, pair off, it's always a very, very physical yeah. game. I, so I would, know. I would definitely say these these are two teams in the NFL that don't care for each other. They have kind of a long history of not only regular season and it goes back tiffs, to, to their previous play, teams, <laughs> but, but playoff tiffs. I mean, we're talking yeah. about the days when Ray Lewis played yeah. and Eddie George played. So we're going way back with these teams. And uh, so it's going to be a, a very hard fought game on Sunday morning, eight thirty, And you can listen to it right here on 101.7 FM um, with the pregame starting at seven thirty Sunday morning for the Baltimore Titans game. Now, Last night's game, um, Thursday night football, kind of a lackluster game. I mean, the Kansas City won by 11, uh, 19 which, to which 8. Which was a heartbreak to some people. <laughs> to some, some people wagering. If you had the Denver Broncos plus the 10 and a half, um, you were pretty upset that Kansas City kicks a 50-yard field goal with um, two, at the two-minute warning in the fourth quarter. 
And then, of course, Denver comes back and does nothing. The prime the example of the hook. Right. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. So, um, it, it's, you know, Den- Denver, I, I, don't, I don't know what they're doing. They've got a $50 million quarterback in, in uh, Russell Wilson. Russell Wilson last night throws for a whopping 95 yards on 60% completion rate, sacked four times. And they're going through um, some huge buyer's and, remorse right now because right. uh, they're they're stuck in his because that's a guaranteed contract. So sure. they're stuck with that contract. And yeah, and I think 124 hit. million of that yeah. contract was I uh, looked it up was guaranteed. Yeah, and, that, and so. they can't get rid of it for the salary cap. So yeah. getting rid of him to get to somebody else is even problematic. And he also uh, Russell Wilson also threw two interceptions last night. Uh, as it, as far as his counterpart, Darlene Connors, I mean. Uh, Patrick Mahomes. <laughs> All uh, right. He went Patrick Mahomes Be nice. went 30 for 40. That's a 75% uh, completion rate for all you math majors out there. 306 yards, a and, TD, and he also threw an interception. And the guy that I said was probably going to end up sitting it with out the, last night. Bum ankle. Yeah, he bummed. He just sat it out last night for well, nine girl, catches. His girlfriend was there. Well, he yeah, could, he had to show he out. Sit on the, he could sit on the sidelines with his girlfriend there. Yeah, yeah but you know, on that bum ankle, had nine catches for 124 yards, which caps on off. Nine tar- a, on nine targets. Yeah, you didn't miss a target. And then, you know, he's had a great month even. Uh, he's been 25 of 29. Uh, for 251 yards yeah. for the month of October. But I tell and you what, the, the fantasy player for the game, for all our fantasy listeners out there, was the Kansas City kicker Harrison Butker. He went four for four on field goals, and that included a 50-yarder to cover the spread at the two-minute warning at the end of the game, and a 60-yarder stuck in between there somewhere. Uh, he scored more points in fantasy than any player in the whole game did, and that includes yeah. Darlene. So, uh, and he had a long, he, like you said, he had a long of 60 yards and, and 60 yards is a long field. That's goal a goal. long, well, the, the record's only 65, I think. Is it 64, 65? I, I think it's 65 now. It was 63 for years and years and you years. You remember club footed, uh, uh, Jack, Jack Dempsey. Was, was it Jack Dempsey yeah. or, Tom, or New Orleans or Tommy Dempsey? Tom Jack, Dempsey. Jack Dempsey was a fighter. The fighter well, Tommy yeah. Dempsey yeah. was the club footed kicker for yeah. New Orleans. For New Orleans. That held the 64 yarder for. 63 yards oh, really? for years. Okay. And okay. Uh, he just barely, you know, squeezed it. You know, the Broncos are, like you said, two different teams going in different directions. The Broncos are really struggling. The only thing they accomplished last night was keeping Sean Payton's uh, non uh, shutout streak alive in his career okay. as a head yeah. coach. Outside of that, well, I, I take that back. Their defense, uh, and I feel kind of sorry for their defense because they played such a. Uh, you, know, you hold Mahomes and Kelsey and company yeah. to 16 points or 19 points, excuse me, you should win that game. Yeah. But if your and, offense, but your offense didn't get doesn't anything. score a touchdown until <laughs> seven minutes to go in the, in the football yeah. game. I mean, then, it's yeah. all for naught. So, um, so you know, the, and, and, and let's put into perspective what a downward spiral Denver has been in for a long time. And Kansas City is a divisional uh, rival of, of Denver. They don't yeah. like each other. They're in the same division, that AFC West division, and they they absolutely have disdain for each other. And they've gone through since since Denver has beat the last time Denver has beat Kansas City. Uh, the United States has gone through three presidential administrations. Um, the Broncos have gone through five head coaches. 
since they have beat Kansas City. Uh, they've also gone through a pandemic like all the rest of us have. Uh, Peyton Manning was quarterback. And Dar, uh, not Darlene, but Patrick Mahomes was a sophomore in college the last time Denver beat Kansas City. Dar, uh, Mahomes has never lost yep. to Denver. 16-0. And, 0 and a, the, biggest, the biggest stat of all, Denver has not beat Kansas City since Taylor, Taylor Swift has gone through four boyfriends. And that does not including. And that doesn't include <laughs> Travis Kelsey. That doesn't include Travis Kelsey because you know they haven't officially announced it yet. But the word on the street is they're kind of they're kind of sweet on each other. So um, kind of. And so you know it, you just scratch your head and and say you know is Denver what are they going to do about Russell Wilson's huge contract? They're one in five. Their worst start. Maybe I think it's in franchise history. Second worst start in history, I think. They, okay. All right. Well, I, I, I start. I don't know. It may be the worst start okay. in history. I All don't right. know. Well, anyway, they suck. So uh, <laughs> the, the, the main the main thing is: Are they positioning themselves for the Caleb USC quarterback Caleb Williams uh, lottery number one lottery? But they can't pick? afford him. Well. The, the salary cap won't let them. You know, with, let they're me, so locked into Russell Wilson. He's an elf, NFL team's got. They got a lot of money. They can do a lot of different. It's things. It's not the money they, they have can, available. It's the money they have available they, on the cap. They can come the, by the league hey, rules. Wilson can come around. I tell you what, what. What if Wilson just said, "You know what? You all owe me a hundred million dollars. How about I just take it? How about I just move out of the way and you all just pay me over the next twenty years?" Uh, Wilson doesn't see this as as his fault, though. I understand that. And and so he's not going to back off. I understand he doesn't see his problem. But if he doesn't play, he doesn't get paid. That's the one thing about it. Sit him down and let him look at some of his video. Let him look at some of his his, his game footage. Then then, then tell him where he's going to place the blame. Okay? I'm just saying. I I don't disagree with you. Uh, So I'm just – I mean, you know – I, I don't know what Denver's up to. I'm not sure if they know what they're up to. But if I'm Denver and one in five, or I've started out one in five other teams, I'll be looking. I'll be looking to get put myself at the end of the season into the Caleb Williams lottery draft number one draft pick sweepstakes. Um, but anyway, we're up against our first break. This is the Front Porch Sports Radio Hour. I am Drake. For Coach Mike in the studio, give us a few minutes. We're going to be right back with some good, juicy Steve Smith, Jerry Judy audio tape. Be right back. This is Coach Traders Golf from Columbia Central High School Football. You are listening to 101.7 WKOM in Columbia, Tennessee. Hi, I'm Robert Rogers at Parks Motor Sales Buick GMC. Parks Motor Sales was founded by my granddad, Bobby Parks, and my great-granddad, Julian Mays, in 1958. We've been family-owned the whole time, and being family-owned, locally-owned, means you get to get your next vehicle or your existing vehicle serviced by the same people who stand in the grocery line with you, drop their kids off at the same school you do, and smile and are happy to see you when they do. So come see us at Parks Motor Sales in Columbia, Tennessee, on 919 Nashville Highway or ParksMotorSales.com. 
Are you thinking about a new fence? Maybe you need a pole bar. Then you should give Sands Fence Company a call. That's 931-309-1644. Will Sands has built his business based on the principles of honesty, quality, and integrity. Sands Fence Company has been in business for over 20 years, providing the community with farm, residential, and commercial fencing, as well as pole barns and buildings. Call today for a free estimate. Sands Fence Company, 931-309-1644. 931-309-1644. Hi, I'm Steve, the Garbage Man. Are you new to Murray County? We want to welcome you and your family. We are a local residential garbage service, and we want to be your garbage man. We've been around for over 30 years, so we have a reputation. Check us out at garbagemaninc.com or call Mike at 931-540-0919. You could also ask your neighbor. 931-540-0919. Hi, Terry Tillis from Tillis Jewelry. When you think of diamonds, what do you think of? Rare, precious, timeless, sparkles like the sun. They are timeless and nothing like them on earth. Then do you think, where do I buy local to buy the perfect ring? Maybe a diamond pendant or earrings or maybe a new diamond band. Look no further. Tillis Jewelry carries all your diamond and jewelry needs. Stop by and see our wonderful collection. And remember, if you don't know your diamonds, know your jeweler. Tillis Jewelry, downtown Columbia. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning is built to a higher standard, so you can focus on the problems in your life that actually matter, like the stair that only creaks when everyone else in the house is asleep. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning, built to a higher standard. Call Davis Heating and Cooling at 931-388-2090 for all your home comfort needs. Davis Heating and Cooling is your local American Standard dealer and proudly serves the Murray County area. Find Davis Heating and Cooling online and on Facebook or call today, 388-2090. This is Elk Kennedy. The old saying is, happy wife, happy life could be more true. Many years ago, my wife, Mary Susan, had major surgery on her back, but continued with chronic pain. Doctors were saying invalid, disabled, but then she found the Dr. Gill Center for Back, Neck, and Chronic Pain in Franklin, Tennessee. It has changed our lives. We visited there recently with Dr. Wendy Tui, saw the -the state-of-the-art facilities. Folks, don't take a pill. Call Dr. Gill. Go to callmepainfree.com. Do you have trees that need trimming or removed? Do you have stumps that you want ground? A1 Tree Removal is a family-owned and operated business local to Columbia and Lewisburg and servicing surrounding Middle Tennessee. They are licensed and insured and provide free estimates. No job is too big. No tree is too small. Give old Luke a call or text Luke at 931-359-3113. Or you can check them out on Facebook and tell A1 Tree Removal that you heard this ad on the radio. If you love America, you will love A1 Tree Removal. This is Trip Stoltz with Columbia Ace Hardware. I love listening to 101.7 WKOM-FM, Columbia, Tennessee. Good afternoon and welcome back into the Front Porch Sports Radio Hour. Happy Friday the 13th. I uh, hope everything is going well and lucky for everyone, all our listeners out there today. And uh, before we cut for that last break, I wanted to play a little audio clip from last night. And it's, a, it's, a interv- it's kind of a sideline to NFL analysts talking to each other on the sidelines 
pregame before the Kansas City Denver game. Uh, one of the analysts uh, is Steve Smith, a former uh, wide receiver, terrific wide receiver for the Carolina Panthers. Steve Smith also has – he's retired from football, but he also has a podcast. And obviously from the way this interview unfolds or the way they, these two analysts are talking – Steve Smith made reference to Jerry Judy, the former Alabama great um, wide receiver that plays for Denver now, uh, number one draft pick of the Denver Broncos a few years back, I think three years ago. And, um, well, I'll tell you what. We're just going to let you guys figure it out. This is Steve Smith talking about Jerry Judy and uh, run it, Coach. Soak it up. However, a short while ago, yeah. Broncos wide receiver Jerry Judy was walking by, and Steve called out to him, and he got a different reaction. I called out to him because I'll, on my podcast, Cut To It, I just talked about guys that maybe have not um, showed up in a way or in a manner. And so the word that I've used uh, to describe him in the past was a jag, just a guy. And so when I saw him, he's playing well. I wanted to say to him face-to-face, like, hey, I know I said some things in the past I probably shouldn't have, and I'm sorry. That's what I wanted to say to him. His response, Mike Rod and Bucky, was ninja. Ninja? Yes, I'm using the word ninja. That's, I'm just using the word ninja. I don't mess with you. And it was a, it was a curse word. And so I was like, all right, and then he repeated it. So I'll say it again. I'm sorry that I said you were a jag, just a guy who's an average wide receiver that you use a first-round pick on that isn't doing anything. I hope today that you actually show up in a way that you haven't showed up in the last couple of years since they drafted you. So if you ever got a problem with Agent 89, I'm sorry for saying that you're an average wide receiver that they eventually will move on. And when teams call me and asking, should they trade for you, I will say no. Don't trade for Jerry Judy because he's mentally unable to handle constructive criticism from people who watch specifically can he be a wide receiver he could be a wide receiver he's a tier three go back into the studio i'm done now thank you and with that steve smith former wide receiver the carolina panthers dropped the mic and walked off and away from uh from that commentary that interview on the side of the field before the Kansas City game last night and his coach his prediction was right Jerry Judy had two receptions for 14 yards last yeah. night sorry and, but uh, I'm not <laughs> absolutely so uh, we thought that was pretty interesting and pretty uh, amusing to hear uh, you know former NFL greats basically uh, evaluating current players and their ability to uh, be better, you know, their opportunity to be better players, but they're not. And that's, that's Steve Smith, uh, Smith's opinion about Jerry Judy. Jerry Judy obviously has a different opinion. Yeah, and, uh, and, so. and Judy has not necessarily set the world on fire. You know, that, that's, that's the thing is that, you know, Smith's not necessarily wrong right. in his assessment of him. Now, is it all – Judy's fault, you know. Yeah. You kind of have mixed, you know. Again, you got he's working with Russell Wilson, who's struggling, and so anytime you're 
quarterback struggling as a receiver, you're going to struggle. That's right. You know, and then that's that's, that's just right. a given. Um, so that's that that was an interesting interview. And let's let's look at uh, you know su- this Sunday marks week number this weekend marks week number six yeah. in the NFL. And uh, you know it's it's pretty important weekend, especially for these teams that are sitting at two and three. Um, three, even three and two, two. Yeah, but especially teams that are sitting at one and four. I mean, you think about it, coach. If you're if you're at one and four, you're in a desperation. Well, mode. Well, you're almost you're, at that decision mode of okay, do we, uh, in a sense, give up on this season and start tooling and start tooling and, our team for the future? I mean, or but the do we? Is you're only you're only one third of the way through you're the not, season. You're, yeah, you're you're one third of the way through the NFL season, and the fan season, base is not going to accept that. <laughs> oh, absolutely not. Not but not for the prices that the NFL is is charges. Not what they those stadiums charge for popcorn, a bottle of water, a hot dog yeah. for your kids, whatever the deal is. Not the prices, the premium prices that these NFL teams are charging a family of four to come to a ball game. Watch a ball game. Grab a hot dog and some popcorn and a cold drink. You know, you, you're going to drop. You're going to drop. I would say anywhere from four to six hundred dollars for a family of yeah. four in an afternoon at a NFL stadium around this country, and and to put a put a product on the field like the Denver Broncos have been putting on the field because they haven't beaten the Kansas City Chiefs in 16 straight games. That is unacceptable, yeah. especially that's unacceptable not only as a Denver Bronco fan, but it's it's unacceptable as as a Detroit fan, as a as any any fan of any sport, uh, especially professional sports around this country. Yeah, but one of the things that you got to you know that the coaches owners general managers have to keep in mind is a lot of these problems aren't going to get fixed overnight they're not going to get fixed in a week or two weeks or three weeks 16 16 consecutive losses is not overnight coach okay but the problem is it didn't happen overnight it's not going to get fixed overnight and so now they're looking at okay a team that's one and five one and six going into the you you take your rest of the season statistics well you start you start restructuring your team trying to look at your assets for the future because you know and do you have a a high dollar player that you can move you can trade and get three or four prospects that might turn your season in the next year and try to dump the dead weight yeah yeah you know you're looking again you're you're working against a salary cap you're working against statistics that say that if you're one in five one in six you're probably not going to make it through the playoffs so do i you know, what do I do? And I can't fix the problem if I don't change something. But if I'm going to change something, I've got to move some people well, around. And it's called blowing something up. It's called blowing okay. things up, blowing and, your team and up. And fan moving, bases don't moving like in that. a different direction. And fan bases don't well, like that. I understand you know, it you know, because, and, because they know by blowing things up, you're, you're going to take you, the hits you, and you're going to take the wins. You're going to have, yeah. have a few years of, of, of down, exactly. bad years. Exactly. Uh, rather than just adding talent to your team but the problem is there's not a lot of talent out there available floating around because most talent is, is already is, no. is already is already on a team somewhere that's why they're yeah. and, and normally that's why those teams talent, are doing well when you, get, <laughs> when you get talent from other teams like julio jones from atlanta 
I mean, the, the Titans yeah. got – They're tapped they, out. They, they got a tainted product. Yeah. I love Julio Jones. I'm an Alabama yeah. guy. But, you he know, was, Julio he was, Jones, he was – He know, was tapped he was, out. He was finished. Right. And, and that's that's the problem. That's the that's the, the rock and the hard spot that general managers, owners, and coaches find themselves in in these circumstances like Denver's. Okay, you know, we have a salary cap issue. You know, we've got a high dollar quarterback that we, we paid, thought was gonna we, we paid, thought was gonna solve a lot of our problems. He's not ass, we paid a sorry ass quarterback fifty million dollars a year. Yeah. Buyer's remorse is is heavy on them right now. Well the, the problem is I can't fix that anytime soon because of the contract I've already got right. and the salary cap issues. And right. so now I'm gonna have to suffer through this situation. Maybe I can move some other people around. Maybe I can, yeah. I can talk somebody into trading for him, and I might get three prospects for him. Yeah, as opposed to you know and having you know to suffer what? through one. When you were just you just explained, it. you said maybe I can get another. Maybe 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 I, maybe. Can, maybe I can do this. I can do it. But the problem is when you're talking about an NFL team that represents the city of Denver. You've got to include that fan base. That's right. That is that that is passed down season tickets year after year after year to to family members and the Green Bay, the Wisconsin, the, those type of people. You know, the 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 fan faithful don't want to hear this. Maybe I can get so and so. Maybe I can get so and so. Maybe I can get so and so here. They they feel as though the money you make and the money that these these uh, management positions make for these NFL and other pro teams. They should not be making boneheaded moves like a Russell Wilson move. They should have realized there is a reason that after all the years that Russell, Wilson, <laughs> Russell Wilson was not at Seattle, why didn't Russell Wilson finish his career at Seattle? Why not? Because he felt he had a, one more contract somewhere else you know, to to play out his career, but it wasn't going to be at Seattle. You yeah, see what I mean? And, 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 Seattle, and Seattle told him that. Yeah, and again, the problem you're going to run into is okay, <clears throat> you're, you're the Denver Broncos fan. You you're you're mad. You're mad. You're upset and stuff like that. What can they do to fix it? I don't know. Yeah. See, there's I mean, the problem, and, and and there's the issue is. You know what can the management do to fix that problem, and it's it doesn't happen overnight. And there there, there's the there's the tough spot. So we talked about teams that are facing, um, you know, in week moving into week 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 number six. Uh, the Vikings are one and four. They're playing at the one and four Bears. You know the the Vikings, the Bears are are getting a little bit better. Justin Fields coming around, playing better, but the Vikings are a better team overall. The Vikings have to win at one and four to go to two and four. I like the Vikings at the Bears this weekend. Uh let's see. The Commanders are at the Falcons. You know They're the, a sneaky good team. The Fal the Falcons have just barely just scratched out, yeah. eked out those three wins that they have. They just barely won it. I think the Commanders Commanders are sneaky good. Commanders Thanks. have a good solid defense. I think Sam Howell is starting to come around as a quarterback. So I'm going to take the Commanders plus a two and a half there. My upset for the weekend, the San Francisco 49ers at 5-0 and are visiting the Cleveland Browns. Okay? Hold, listen. Hold on, Coach. Don't give me that look. <laughs> the 49ers are favored. Do you know what that number is? Oh, it's probably something unbelievable, but it's 
it's what seven or eight for it's six, ten, which is, it's which ten points. Ten for that's huge in the pros. That's I mean, monstrously I'm, you huge. Know, and 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 the NFC right going to an AFC team, playing going cross country to Cleveland. They're favored by ten points at the AFC's house. Cleveland's got that good defense, that good pass rush. 49ers just came off a huge win over Dallas, right? I'm saying upset of the weekend, folks. The Browns are going to beat the 49ers this weekend, okay? Mark it down. Now, uh, other action. The Philadelphia Eagles are 5-0. and They're going to the New York Jets. I know the New York Jets don't have Aaron Rodgers. I know the New York Jets have a great defense. Yeah. I know that the I know that the feet I know this that the Philadelphia Eagles are in are they in in the NFC. I know that the Philadelphia Eagles are going to an AFC uh right up the road to AFC New York Meadowlands uh home field. I know this the Eagles are 7 point favorite. And I know this, the Jets will upset the Philadelphia Eagles this weekend. Now that one, I'm going to have to. Yeah, I'm, the, the I'm other calling one. My, I'm calling my shot. Wow. I'm well, calling you are, my you are you are out there. I'm calling you my shot. <laughs> I'm calling my shot. Now, the best NFL game of the weekend, I feel as though it's going to be the New Orleans Saints at the Texans. The Saints are favored by one and a half points. They're kind of a low-scoring, tough defensive team. D'Amico Ryans, who used to play for Alabama, great linebacker, uh, played in the NFL as a head coach of the Texans. C.J. Stroud and company are getting more confident and playing better and better. I'm saying that's going to be one of the best games of the weekend. Also, another good game of the weekend will be Detroit Lions, favored by three, at Baker Mayfield and Tampa Bay Bucks. That's going to be a I really think, good I think game. That, I think that'll be a good game. Yeah, that's um, the, the the lines are surging, and uh, you know, finally after years and years, again, I, I I keep waiting for that other shoe to fall, as they typically does with the Lions. Now, Sunday night football, but, the Giants are favored by fourteen points, a full two touchdowns, and the hook over. Uh, excuse me, Buffalo is favored by 14 okay. at, oh, at home over the Giants. That makes the Giants more sense. are probably going to hold out Saquon Barkley and wait for Washington next week for that uh, divisional matchup. And then Monday night football, uh, Dallas is favored by two and a half over the Los Angeles Chargers at the Los Angeles Chargers in the SoFi Stadium. Mm, I don't know. Yeah, I don't that, know if the Chargers had enough. Have enough. I so. don't either. I think Austin Eckler, their running back, terrific All-Pro running back, is going to be back. So we'll see what happens. Okay, we're running up against break. You guys, get your pen and papers out. We're going to go over some college football and the uh, Magic Eight Ball picks for tonight. This is the Front Porch Sports Radio Hour. I am Drake in the studio with Coach Mike. We'll be right back. This is Jim Ross, and you are listening to Front Porch Radio, WKOM 101.7, located in Columbia, Tennessee. 
celebrate you with a new vehicle from Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram of Columbia. We have a huge selection of new vehicles waiting for you. We're talking cars, trucks, and SUVs. And if you're in the business of selling your vehicle, we've got you covered. We'll buy from you even if you don't buy from us. At Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram of Columbia, we're locally owned and operated and proud to serve our community as the largest CDJR dealership in Tennessee. Find your new ride today when you visit Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram of Columbia. I'm Barbara Lincoln with Holland's Pharmacy. We have advertised with WKRM and WKOM for the past several years and found it to be very successful. I highly recommend advertising with them if you have a local business like ours. We're located at 1608 Hatcher Lane here in Columbia. We're open Monday through Friday from 8 to 6 and Saturdays from 8 to 2. Stop by Holland's for all your prescription needs where we have fast, friendly, courteous service. We custom fit support hosts for you also. Thanks for supporting Holland's and WKRM and WKOM. For 40 years, the Jewelers Bench has worked hard for their customers and provided the highest quality jewelry at the best price. They keep going back. Recent renovations have allowed them to expand their inventory. More high quality jewelry, custom vintage and estate pieces, and professional jewelry and watch repairs. They also buy gold. The Jewelers Bench, still here, still great service. 808 Trotwood Avenue, Columbia. Hey, this is Derek Ransom with Ten Pin Alley, voted number one family entertainment center in Murray County. We offer 32 bowling lanes, giant arcade, laser tag, bumper cars, and a full cafe and bar menu. We also specialize in group events, kids and adult birthday parties, company parties, sports team parties, and holiday parties. We're located at 322 East James Campbell Boulevard in Columbia. Call us today at 931-381-BOWL or visit us at tenpin.com. Ten Pin Alley, it's where the good times roll. In today's uncertain world, you can never be too careful about your family's financial future. That's why the Parker Group, a part of Baird's Private Wealth Management, is offering a free second opinion on your financial plans. Let us review your current plan, and we will identify any gaps and offer suggestions to improve it. Please call the Parker Group at 931-548-3737. That's 931-548-3737. Robert W. Baird and Company Incorporated does not offer tax or legal advice. This is Mark Curry at the Trailer Store. We are a local, family-owned business. Every day, I work with my wife, Susie, my mother, Becky, and my son, Justin. We offer a full line of lawnmower trailers, utility trailers, stock trailers, and a full line of trailer parts. We also offer service. Come see us at 1021 New Lewisburg Highway. Call us at 931-381-2795. That's 931-381-2795. Farmer Johnny here, Taylor Family Farm. I'm going to give you all a little look-see. We raise 100% non-GMO, grass-fed beef, pasture chicken, and pork on our family farm. Everything that we grow is raised with love and care to ensure the highest quality and nutrition for our family and customers. You can shop online at taylorfamilyfarmtn.com or visit our farm store in person at Etheridge, Tennessee at 301 Dave Reisner Road. That's taylorfamilyfarmtn.com for more information. This is Del Kennedy, owner of Kennedy Broadcasting Company, operator of WKRM, historically 1340 AM, now 103.7 FM, and WKOM, 101.7 FM. We call ourselves Front Porch Radio, and I've said many times what that means. It means that we are working to connect this southern Middle Tennessee community, one listener, one relationship at a time. And let me elaborate on what that means. 
In this community, we will relentlessly promote jobs, commerce, business, industry, education, arts, green space, music, rivers, the great outdoors, healthcare, churches, charity, sports, and all the great people of Southern Middle Tennessee. Join us, help us, call us. Front Porch Radio, Delk Kennedy, thank you for listening. This is Coach Devin Simler from Columbia Central Baseball. You are listening to 101.7 WKOM in Columbia, Tennessee. back into the front porch sports radio hour i am drake joined by coach mike on the board happy friday the 13th i hope everyone is being safe and careful out there and uh not unlucky is that how you say that <laughs> not have unlucky. good luck i had good, good luck, luck and you know. not unlucky you know i guess that's just, that's the thing about friday the 13th yeah, is, you, you, how's your day been going coach well well drake's been going it's friday the 13th and nothing bad happened to me i was yeah. not i was not unlucky uh, now you're, so. you're 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 hurting me you're hurting me as a former english teacher <laughs> that, that double that double negative just I, I hurting me it, i get it but I mean, a, you know, <laughs> so i just i hope everybody's no bottom line is i just hope everybody's doing great i just want everybody to do great yeah. and and have a great friday so we're having fun so sunday uh sunday morning the titans will be playing at 8 30 and you can listen to them right here on 101.7 last night uh, someone that wasn't as lucky, and that was the Atlanta Braves and the Atlanta Braves fans as they took it on the chin and were eliminated from the National League Division Series by the Philadelphia Phillies by a score of 3-1. to one. Another check mark in my uh, yeah. concerns that I mentioned yesterday and about the – about the buy. Did you coach? Did you know that there were four runs scored in that game last night, three to one, and there were four home runs hit? It was all every run, long ball stuff. Every run was a solo shot, and um, for the Atlanta Braves, Austin Riley uh, hit went yard um, for Atlanta's one run, and for the Philadelphia Phillies, Trey Turner went yard twice. And oh, I'm sorry, I'll I take that back. Trey Turner went yard once, and Nick Castellanos, who has been on fire the last few games, uh, hit two home runs last night. So the semifinals of the Fall Classic are set up. The National League uh, Championship Series will be between Philadelphia and uh, the Arizona Diamondbacks with the first game. Uh, is going to be of that ser- of that best of seven series will be played on Monday. Now, the American League Championship Series is also set, and the first game of that seven game se- best of seven series will be played Sunday night on Fox between Houston. Astros, the cheaters. The only division champion that has survived the playoffs. That's right. So far. And they'll be going up against their in-state uh, rival and division foe, right? Yes. The Texas Rangers. So The Western division of the uh, AL of the American League is 
is the only one standing. There you go. And so that and so that game will be played at, at right at a little bit after seven o'clock on Sunday night, and then the National League Championship game will be played at seven a little bit after seven o'clock on month on. Let me get this right. The American League Championship first game, game one, will be Sunday night at around 7 o'clock, right at 7 o'clock. On Monday, there will be two games, and game two of the American League Championship Series, which will be around 3.30 on Monday afternoon. And then following that at 7 o'clock at night will be the game one of the National League Championship Series between Arizona and Philadelphia. Uh, World Series odds, according to BetMGM, Astros are the favorite at plus 190. Uh, then the second favorite are the Philadelphia Phillies at plus 200. The American League uh, third place or, or third best odds, longest odds, excuse me, to win the World Series are the Rangers at 275. And the longest odds at plus 450 is the Arizona Diamondbacks. So yeah, a couple, a couple of little uh, trivial notes there. Three of the four teams in the finals, their record, all of them, 90 and 72. Huh. Uh, the Astros, the Rangers, they and the Phillies the are all same record. the exact same record. The Diamondbacks, the only other team in the final four, are 84 and 78. There you go. So the, you, know, uh, you don't have to you don't have to win a hundred games to get in. <laughs> that's, there, what, that's what you got to remember. That now during the regular season, the Astros and uh, Rangers faced each other thirteen times, and the Astros won nine of those. Won nine of the thirteen, and Philadelphia and Arizona faced each other seven times, and Philadelphia won four out of those seven uh, this past season. Now. Let's move to college football. Uh, there's going to be a Heisman showdown on Saturday, and that's going to be between uh, number eight Oregon and number seven Washington, as Bo Nix will be up against Michael Penix Jr. for the Huskies, and that will be played in Husky Stadium, um, and that should be a heck of a ball game. Uh, I like the over in that game. Uh 67 points they should they should get that over uh no problem um now if you guys want to get out a pen and piece of paper these are some of the picks i like this weekend i like florida state minus 18 over syracuse syracuse has no offense whatsoever um toledo and ball state believe it or not i like the over 47 and a half points Toledo should cover that 47 and a half points themselves. Um, Utah minus 11 over California. Utah's defense is much too stout. California just doesn't have the horses to stay and cover that 11 point uh, 11 points that they they are getting. Georgia Southern is pl- are playing the Dukes of James Madison University, and I like Georgia Southern. I think they're that's around. Four to five points are getting. I like Georgia Southern to upset the Dukes and win outright. Now, tonight, Colorado is playing Stanford. Word on the street is that Travis Hunter, the two-way player, might be might be back and suited up. If he is, that makes Colorado tremendously 
tougher. More effective than Much they are. Much more effective, that, yes. Okay, yeah, they, they, they haven't done now, well since they lost him. Yeah, they're favored. And, now, now, Colorado's favored by 12 points over Stanford, and they're playing uh, at Colorado, uh, the Buffs' home field. And, you know, Stanford lost to Sacramento State earlier this year. And I just, you know, it's tough to play. It's tough to take a Division One school seriously when when you're losing especially a Pac-12 team like Stanford when you lose to a team like Sacramento State and I'm not and don't get me wrong Sacramento State might have the best team they've ever had in the history of Sacramento State but coach they're still Sacramento State yeah it's <laughs> you got the, the, the other problem, though, is Colorado is such a streaky team, and which streak are they on right now? Yeah. Are they on a? Are they tailing off, yeah. or are they going to recover now that they got Hunter back, and, and they're going to start climbing the ladder again? Uh, you just don't know with this there team, other go. than other than they're going to be loud what they do, whatever they do, they're going to be loud there about it. Uh, Kentucky and Missouri, they were both undefeated, and now they're both coming off losses from this past weekend. I like the over in that game. I think a lot of points will be scored in that Kentucky Missouri game. USC and Notre Dame is probably going to be the marquee game of the weekend. Um, I like USC plus the points over Notre Dame. I don't think Notre Dame can stay with them offensively, even though they do have a great quarterback in Sam Hartman. And, and I think Notre Dame shook right now. And their, like, their confidence is shook. And I also like the over in the USC Notre Dame because USC can't stop anybody, but they can score a lot of points. Yeah. So I like the over 60 in that game. I also like Louisville. Uh, they're going to 6-0. They're at Pitt and only favored by seven uh, and a half points. Try to buy that buy that half point and get it down to a minus seven and take Louisville this weekend. They're probably the best team that nobody's heard about. Uh, more than likely. <laughs> and I, I think it, it, as they try to move up in the polls, I think they try to put more points on the board. So that's a good yeah. reason to take them, their favorite. Also, BYU plus six against TCU. I think they'll beat them outright. Under in the LSU game, Kansas State plus one and a half against Texas Tech, Wyoming plus 11 and a half against Air Force, North Carolina. I really like them. They're five and zero, oh, and they're going to take care of business against Miami. Uh, and that's a six thirty start Saturday night. And then the UAB University of Texas San Antonio Roadrunner game over sixty seven and a half in that game. Tonight's eight ball picks. Are Tulane over Memphis, take Utah State over Fresno State, and take Stanford over Colorado is what the Magic Eight Ball says. You yeah. guys are you okay. guys are on your own when it comes to that game. But <laughs> okay, that, what, what? Okay, who's who's your pick for the baseball for for the World Series? You know, I'm I'm, I'm hoping the Diamondbacks and the Rangers get there. Uh, but I just I got a feeling the Philadelphia Phillies are just on a on, on, on a, a tear on the party train and they they just are not going to be denied. I see, so. I see the Phillies and the Astros there, and if that's the I case, I'm, the I'm pulling. I'm pulling. I'm pulling for the Phillies. Really, my my heart strings go to the Diamondbacks. They're the they're the that's right. They're the low man on the totem pole. So, okay. hey, you guys have a great weekend. This has been the Front Porch Sports Radio Hour. I'm Drake, Coach Mike. We're out.